our lives aren't meant to happen one day, they're meant to happen today. And this ability that you have to create a quickening and access the miraculous means that you have the ability to collapse time because that's what miracles do. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Hey, hey, gorgeous queen. I hope that you are having a spectacular day. And if you need a boost, you are definitely going to get a boost in the Divine Living Podcast today. This week, I have gifted myself the treat, the luxury of being offline and in a Joe Dispenza immersion. Uh, Glenn and I are just taking our consciousness, our manifesting, our love, our all of it to the next level. And so um, I wanted to gift you with some high vibe content from live events that I've done. So I continue to learn and invest in myself and grow myself. So that's what I'm doing this week. And I thought that this week would also be a great opportunity for you to get access to something that formerly had to be in the room for. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a clip from a live event that I hosted uh, previously. Lots of love. I invite you to become the best version of you. So whatever you see in me that is true for you and you like, great, that, that, that's yours, right? That might be a light shadow that you're casting on me. However, let me make it really clear how I do life is not necessarily how you're meant to do life. And there's this notion that I think that we women can get into in our need to be secure and safe, that we have an over need to get it right. And we get very serious about being perfect and getting it right and making sure that we don't make a mistake for fear that our head's going to be cut off or something like that. And so I'd like to open up the space. This isn't about getting it right. It's about getting to you. And it's about you developing your own style and brand and the way that you do things and grow your team and make your money. And I think that there's so many ways, I, I know at least for me, um, in, in the area of business, where because I felt so disempowered and I felt so wrong and so insecure and like I didn't know what to do, I latched on to this kind of paint by number mentality, like there was a right way to do things, that there was a set way because everything that I thought about or tried to do was so wrong that I like did this pendulum swing to get it right. And that will not serve you ever in any way. Yes, of course, success leaves footprints, right? And there's certain ways in which um, there are sort of some timeless truths that you will adapt or adjust to based on your own value system and your own style. And so one of the things that I think that leaves the business realm a little too often is the miracle-mindedness. You know, there, we've come a long way. I mean, you know, backing up like from the 70s, 80s, 90s, it was like, you know, spirituality was over here and money and business were over here. And, you know, 
over the decades, they have come closer um, to the point of being quite integrated in concept. And I think the more that we can habituate this change in reality, in daily practice piece, and apply prayer and miracle-mindedness as a first resort versus a last resort, right? Like we count on our brain to figure things out. Like that's where we tend to go to first and that we've been trained that as businesswomen, that's what we're supposed to do. And I would like to reverse that thinking. I don't think that I'm the first person in the room who believes in miracles or has heard of miracles. So for most of you, this is merely a reminder to choose the miracle-minded path first. Go to prayer first. Access the quantum field and the other realms first. Then, as you are so inspired, divinely inspired, then you take inspired action versus massive action. In the woman entrepreneur community, one of the biggest fears that I hear is, um, basically, I don't want to get burnt out. And working super hard to make a bunch of money is not appealing to many, and they take themselves out of the game first because they're so afraid they're going to have to work too hard. Let me assure you, and I feel like this group is going to get it more than anyone, that is not true. When you access the miraculous realm, it doesn't mean that you don't put in a 12-hour day or you put in your hours here or there, but it also means that you have time to play and take that time off as well. So for us women to be getting way, way more wise about our feminine power, which is access to the spiritual and the unlimited, will not only save our bodies and our adrenals, but it will create such a bigger play in the world that literally the world is craving from us. You know, we've all, I'm sure, heard that the Dalai Lama said the world is going to be saved by the Western woman. Remember when I first heard that? I'll leave the expletives out of it. I was like, I know these women. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and... I think that's actually part of the gig, is that we are the ones who have been called, and we're the ones who have to get that. You know, literally, if you study history, where else, on the, where else throughout history has there ever been a more empowered, freer woman than the Western woman who has access to education, literacy, safe housing, clean water, and technology, right? Like, literally, the only prison for us is within our minds. And whatever conditioning we choose to continue to live out and believe. If we choose to believe that it's, um, you know, I have to work too hard to, to make a bunch of money, well, really? Does Richard Branson have more hours in a day than you? Does Oprah? Does the DT? I mean, like, there's the same amount of hours for all of us. It's dependent upon how we use those hours, how we use our minds. And I know for me, the real game changer has been where that non-negotiable factor lies. Are you available to be the one who tinkers around and spends 80 hours trying to figure out how to put up your squeeze page? Or are you the woman that says, you know what? 
I'm worth 50 bucks. I'm going to go hire a VA and pay him 25 bucks an hour and have that done for me. You know, are you the woman who is like, oh, no, 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 I, I can only have a housekeeper come once a month? Or are you the woman who says, you know what? I've kind of calculated, give or take, my hourly rate's 100 bucks an hour. If I spend two hours a day in any kind of housework, that means I am paying the help 100 bucks an hour to do my dishes and laundry. I think that I will be putting an ad out for a personal assistant immediately. Right? And, and for us to really get that our lives aren't meant to happen one day, they're meant to happen today. And this ability that you have to create a quickening and access the miraculous means that you have the ability to collapse time because that's what miracles do. Let me share with you a story. This was November 2008. We won't go that deep into the archives yet. We'll just, 2008, and I was sitting in the back of a room, much like this one, um, arms crossed, little notebook, Starbucks venti size in hand, name badge, kind of hidden, not really interested in playing well with others. I was just there for the information, thank you very much, these people are a little too high on life for me, but really I had visibility issues, really I was so insecure and therefore needed to be so into myself that I just needed to sit in the back. But meanwhile, the whole time uh, the speaker was up here, what was I saying? It's what you're saying to yourself right now, so go ahead. Let's get real, come on, what are you saying? I can do that too. I, can, I, could, I could say that. I could do that. I'm meant to be on stage. Can we keep it real? Can we keep it real? Do not think that I don't hear you, remember? <laughs> so I'm sitting back there. Joe, this was your dad, by the way, if that matters. <laughs> I'm sitting back there, and this dude is on stage, and he's sitting there yapping and gabbing about universal principle and law and yada and yada. And I was sitting there, you know what? That's right, I'm going to apply what I'm learning in this seminar. I, in the next 12 months, I'm going to speak on stage. Therefore, I wrote it, my affirmation in my notebook, and so it is. Then, he did talk for three and a half hours. <laughs> Straight. So be happy, I'm going to give you breaks about every 90 minutes or so. <laughs> he talked for three and a half hours straight, and I only remember him saying one thing. And what he said was, you can have what you want, and you can have it now. That was all I needed to take that and run with it. So if you choose to believe that for yourself, not that you're here for preparation to one day live a big, fabulous, beautiful life and make a whole bunch of money as a transformational coach, but that actually right now, right here today, that you can have what you want and you can have it now. I believed it. I owned it, and I took action on it. And January 31st, 2009, I decided I was going to do my first live event. So rather than a year later, 
like 10 weeks later, I was holding my first live event in Bel Air, California. Now, I don't know <clears throat> about those of you who have dreams of holding your first live event. It seemed perfectly normal to me and my miracle-mindedness mentality that I would book the Lux Hotel Bel Air, <laughs> largest ballroom uh, for 350 people. And of I mean, I didn't have the Divine Living brand then, but I've always been into the queen thing, and so breakfast and lunch is on me. $99 tickets, no problem, I got this. So I'm selling and I'm promoting, and Amadea, you may have been on the list at the time, but I am like, hey, come to my event in Los Angeles. I know I'm like really new here. I know that no one really knows me, um, but it seems perfectly normal that 350 of you would show up in a few weeks. <laughs> you have heard of the idiot savant, right? <laughs> so, um, November goes by, December goes by, the hotel is starting to call. I'm not sure if you're aware of how this works, but the hotel doesn't wait for you to sell your tickets before they collect. They like want their deposit ahead of time. And I was like, but you don't understand. I've sold three $99 tickets so far, so you need to wait. And so I'm just like, what is wrong with these people? Like, build it and they will come, right? So I'm like, again, I don't think I've had sleepless nights since then, right? You know, since I'm, now I'm like up at night. I may not have told you yet that now we're two weeks before the event, and I'm up to five tickets being sold, $99 a piece. And one lady was flying in from Ohio. I don't know why that's important, but it was to me, because, because someone bought a coach ticket from Ohio meant to me I couldn't cancel the event or something. I don't know. But one lady from Ohio and four Angelinos, Angelinos and um, <laughs> me and Glenn. <laughs> and uh, he, I mean, he would say to me, he's like, just out of curiosity, Gina, what is it that you're going to need to see to cancel this event? <laughs> cancel? I have been envisioning, I have been seeing this ballroom filled. Uh, you know, I, I am intending, there is no cancellation. And he's just like, Well, my mama always told me that me and God are a majority. So unfortunately for me, I didn't go to prayer as my first resort, but I actually did get the memo two weeks ahead of time. And I started praying like a girl from Detroit knows how to pray. And I'm like, what's the answer? What's the answer? What else is possible? What else is possible? I didn't give up on my dream. I kept seeing these 300 women. In the, well, okay, it's fine if only 100 show up. But, but some, like, I kept seeing people in the room, people in the room. I wasn't giving up. I was like, I was praying. I was reading my wealth consciousness books. I was emotionalized. I was visualizing. And I knew that there was a purpose for this. I knew there was a purpose for this. So I was not giving up. And I also had no idea what the answer was. My best thinking got me five dollars tickets sold two weeks before an event. So after prayer, after not giving up, in the 11th hour, I received strategy. I received a different way of behaving, different actions to take. And I'll fast forward to two weeks later, January 31st, Glenn comes into the hotel room and he's like, we're going to have to start late. And I was like, why? He said, because there's a traffic jam. 
I said, what do you mean there's a traffic jam? He said, they're lined up around the corner. They can't get into the hotel fast enough for you to start on time. You're going to need to wait. And January 31st, 2009, 354 women who broke the fire code showed up at the Lux Hotel Bel Air. So that happened not because I had epic branding at the time or because I was an awesome marketer or because I knew anything about events. <laughs> it happened because I didn't give up on my purpose and I accessed the unlimited potential of the universe. I didn't know where my people were, but God did. And I didn't give up and I kept calling them and calling them in. And what I know today in terms of business and internet marketing that is useful and creates way less sleepless nights for me doesn't trump accessing your source. So whatever you choose to access between God, the universe, whatever that unlimited place is within you, that will keep you soft and feminine and way more powerful and dancing with the miraculous way, 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 way more than anyone who is like split testing subject lines. Right? Bores me. It's important to get the business pieces down because we can't do the spiritual bypass alone, right? Part of the power in which we, I believe, are called for at this time on the planet is to become very powerful, spiritual, feminine business women who have a great command around not just healing, right? Because plenty of us believe in miracles for healing of the body. Plenty of us believe in healing miracles for relationships, right? But when it comes to your checkbook, your online banking, <laughs> you know, how much do we believe in the power of the miraculous to heal there? And how empowered are we really there? Because the truth is money buys choices. And I think that this isn't just about, you know, uh, 1980 Wall Street conversation about how to create cash and anybody being greedy here. Like the last thing I am concerned about it with my tribe is that you're doing it for the money. Like, please. If you, I mean, like, I wish you were sometimes, right? Like, I mean, it is just not our conversation. It is not our shadow self. We have plenty of them, but that is not one of them. You hear me? So, like, nobody here is a fraud. No one's doing it just for the money. And if you are, I'm even, I'd be very scared for you. Like, I mean, like, who got into transformational coaching because you were going to be rich? Right? I mean, Wall Street, fine, commercial real estate, maybe, but really, like, I'm gonna become a life coach and, like, now, the truth is, you can create unlimited wealth doing this, but I don't believe that anybody, any of us, when we were little girls, we're like, when we grow up, we're gonna be really rich, and the way we're gonna do that is become a transformational coach. <laughs> right? Like, what second grade project did you walk home with with that? So, for us to really get the way for us to strengthen ourselves is to get really good with money. To be the women and to be the leaders who have a very healthy relationship with money so that we are not anorexic or bulimic with our relationship with money, that we are not hoarding or binging, 
but that we are actually demonstrating to the world, by the way, one of the biggest stories on the planet is the money story, right? I can, you know, some camps hoard it, some camps say that they can't have it, other camps are like yo-yoing, then there's the secret stuff, like how about taking a stand for showing what it is to have a healthy relationship with money, with unlimited access to wealth, for the funding of your dreams and your purpose. What's wrong with that? Right, I mean, the notion that we should be anything but financially strong and powerful to me is ridiculous. It's, it's like as old of a conversation as the whole body image thing, right? I mean, like, is it, I mean, unfortunately, we're in a very conscious community, and it doesn't mean that there isn't wounding and that some people still aren't on their journey in their process with it, right? However, isn't like the idea, how many people here, have, let's just, how many people here have healed a body image, health, come on, raise your hands, I know there's, uh, thank you, I'm like, I know my tribe, there's way more than 14 of you here, right? And isn't it, it like, Though you have compassion, such an eye roll for anyone who comes to you and is like, well, I don't want to lose weight because I don't want to be deprived. Right? Like, I mean, don't we like get that you can have a physically healthy, rocking body and it's like way passe to think that you need to work out four hours a day and eat carrot sticks? Right? And so it's the same. Thank you, Lorna. Thank you. <laughs> Lorna with her corned beef sandwich and Pilates teacher even proves that, right? So it's like the same goes with money. It's such an old conversation to think that like we, we're imposing on someone or we shouldn't charge that much. Oh, here's my favorite one. I'm taking money from people. Oh, and then my next favorite one is, well, I can't do blah, blah, blah because of all the money I'm giving to you. You haven't gotten that yet? Oh, you haven't lived. You have not lived until hundreds of women have told you all the things they can't do because of the money they're giving to you. <laughs> I have one of my team members, and she likes, she's like, well, you know, when she's like trying to help me figure out packages, she's like, well, the money they're giving, I think they're not giving me money. They are investing in themselves. <laughs> they are hiring a coach and a mentor. They are not giving me money. Believe me, I work for it. So for us to really like wake up and get, we cannot be who we came here to be until we get a really healthy relationship with money, until we're just rocking it, until every decision that we make isn't ping-ponging on how much is something. You know, I don't forget where I came from. The vast, 90% of my life, when I went to a restaurant, the first thing I did was look at the right-hand column, not the left-hand one. I looked at how much something cost before I looked at what it even was. Before I asked my body what did it feel like eating, before I asked what would be a pleasurable dining experience, I looked to see how much something was. And no question that if I wanted the veal, yes, I eat veal, if I wanted the veal but it was more expensive than the chicken, Bam, I was ordering polo limone. <laughs> and think about like where you live and what kind of transportation 
you take on a regular basis, or perhaps the, the way that you arrived here. And I know some of you are at different places in your journey, but how much of your hourly experience is connected to and is struggling with, no matter how many zeros are in your bank account, by the way, how much does it cost? How much money can I make? Like my mantra after it, after I got past getting that I could order the $17 entree or the $12 one, then I had this daily mantra of, how can I make money today? I would like wake up and literally, it was like the first thing that would like, how can I make money today? How can I make money today? Right? And then, and then we become that woman. Special. That woman. <laughs> that woman has like, the professional name tag, because she goes to so many networking meetings, she's gotten it engraved, typically in some kind of gold glitter. Mm -hmm. um, and then let's not forget, you have not really experienced me in totality unless you were around in 2007 and 8. Me going around Los Angeles with Gina and her big sign. Amade, did you ever see that one? The big, oh my. You like, if anybody needs like serious, serious um, blackmail money, Go, go look up that stuff. I mean, this thing was crinkled, it was foamed, it had floating dollars in it, and it was like Queen Esther's strategy for success, and my face on it, I think it was pink and green and blue, and, um, and I had my little cart, and if there was a networking meeting in Los Angeles, I was there. And I was like, hi, my name is Gina, and I was all about like, can you become my next client? So of course I cared about the work that I was doing, but let's keep it real. Like, I wasn't there chit-chatting about, like, do you have a new boyfriend or what movie did you see this weekend? It was like, are you interested in taking my class? You know, I mean, I was pretty direct about it, huh? <laughs> I mean, we can be real. So, anyways, when, well, what I, it was, AO, it was where I was at on the, on the path and process, okay? So, I can self-depreciate all day long on it because I now feel the freedom of having done the work on it also. And so if you, too, are in the stage of actively repelling most people who come into your presence, don't worry, there is so much hope for you. <laughs> it's just part of the process. For those of you who are able to make a more quantum leap in that department, I would invite you to do that, but I wasn't capable of that. So that was part of my process. It was where I was at. I was working through it. And it's always awkward before it's elegant, okay? So as you're figuring out whatever, your money story, your target market, your brand, building business, whatever, don't shame yourself and don't judge yourself. There's going to be plenty of people who do that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to be one of them, right? And to the best of your ability, don't get hung up in what they're saying about you. Because it's kind of like the dude in Brooklyn, like in the bleachers. I could have gotten that. I could have caught that. Really? I don't see you even being able, capable of running to first base. <laughs> so what I know is the way that we judge other women in particular on the path, remember, they probably didn't wake up saying to themselves, let me see how horrendous I can be on Facebook today. <laughs> let me see just how loud I can be. 
and make posts in all caps with like screaming and roaring and like leaping through the air in it, right? When you're just like, but they're in their process and they're in their path. And so they get to be there and you get to be where you're at. And we're all in this refining process together, right? And so is the quicker we can drop any ego attachment to how we look in the process, the faster you will move through it, right? I mean, it's, it's really actually quite a lot of fun to be able to have fun with yourself, to not need to be perfect. How many people have a survival story of, I am only safe when I'm perfect? I understand, I know, look at, you, you gotta have, you gotta have serious competition with me if you think you're gonna get it better than fundamental Christianity, Midwest Italian. Like, <laughs> growing up that way, I know what it means to need to be perfect psychologically. That was my identity, that was my safety zone, that was the way I thought it was supposed to be done, and in that realm, I also grew up with a, I'll call it stage two spirituality. And which means everything was either right or wrong, black or white, good or none, good or bad, all or none. And so if I wasn't right, being wrong was intolerable, right? Because the notion was you were either going to heaven or hell, right? You were either saintly or condemned. So you can understand this ferocious need to be right, to be perfect, to be seen in a particular light. It doesn't allow for a woman to fail forward, to make mistakes, to try out something new. Right? Can you imagine if a musician who was learning to play a new instrument was like learning to like terrified of pressing the wrong note? Like that's how you get better at it. And, and for us, it's the same with art, right? Like if you're like freaked out about like drawing just the wrong line in the wrong way, you're screwed as an artist. You're not gonna grow and expand. And understand that for here right now, your business, your coaching, that's your art. That's your music. So let yourself shake it off, play some flat or sharp notes. They're not even wrong notes. They're flat or they're sharp, okay. You know, let yourself paint and then be like, you know, I'm going to refine it a little bit more next time, right? And so this getting way more fluid and flexible and way less needy to become this perfect will bust you out of this stage two type of thinking and move you into stage three. Aren't live events just the best? I mean, it is just so beautiful to have the experience of real relationships and being in actual connection with other amazing, incredible women. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you are craving more of this, more connection, more live elements, come join us in the Q Club. The link is in the show notes, or you can go to divineliving.com forward slash app 
It is such an alive vortex of super cool, spiritual, smart, driven, successful women from around the world. And I do so much live interaction in there. Um, we have a live experience every month. There's live coaching calls. Um, there's other really cool things coming up too that it's gonna really just be taken to the next level. And I wanna make sure that I get to know you and see you and interact with you in there. Um, so the link divineliving.com forward slash app It'll give you a two-week free trial. Uh, you can come on in, check it out, put your profile up, see who else is in your area. Check out all the videos that are there on demand. There's cooking segments, there's motivation, prayers, meditations, like so many cool guest experts in there. Um, you also get a chance to be featured as a guest expert yourself. You'll see there's so much goodness in there. But come on in uh, so that you're definitely there for the live connection as well. Lots of love.